Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment. This week, pay attention to enjoyment. Notice when you're enjoying yourself. Notice when you feel glad, when you experience pleasure, when your heart sings, when you feel alive and well. Notice when you smile. Notice the sound of your laughter. Notice joy bubbling inside you. Also, be aware of when your prisons for pleasure become fodder for suffering. Notice how pleasure, delight, joy, merriment, gladness, cheerfulness, optimism are supplanted by egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate to create and maintain suffering. Record and listen. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry Nashwini. It's Renee in Oregon. Hey, Renee. What are you seeing? Hi. Well, I, I wanted to call in and participate. I may I changed something on my calendar so that I could because I was just wanting to participate as well as tell you about a great success. So, oh, um, good. <laughs> yeah. I love good news. Uh, so, yeah, I know you do. So I always try to give you those gifts. Um, All right. Thank you. <laughs> um. So I have a lot going on that would be labeled bad by conditioning, um, like family member who's really sick. Um, I have been getting smoke poisoning. Um, COVID all around me. Jobs gotten hard again because of the ramping up of the the variant, and just just a whole lot going on. And and what what I've come to with this practice, as well as all the other practice practices, um, I is that only I only have right now in this moment and it's really heightened the level of enjoyment, you know, in terms of like noticing it and and enjoying enjoying enjoyment, you know, and enjoying times where it is okay and, you know, everything seems is okay because everything is okay anyway. And, you know, noticing the sun when it comes out, when the smoke clears out and when I feel better from, because I figured out how to uh, clear my own air, so to speak, and be healthier with the smoke. And, um, you know, just really, really knowing that the only thing I can do is just be here. And it's, and then I, and then I noticed how conditioning came in with, well, that's kind of callous. You don't really care about everything. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and so oh, that second yes. part of the exercise, I was noticing that. And I was like, you know, I was like, no, that's not not caring. That's acceptance and noticing joy. You know, those are the two things that I think are happening. Like, I I accept this is all going on instead of resisting yeah. it, and and then noticing when there's enjoyment and pleasure and closeness with people that probably I wasn't close to before, and just a diff- totally different quality. So actually, actually, in that caring more, that's what you. What you're actually getting yeah. to see, right? Yeah. Yep. And you know, Renee, yep. that's that's so big because, of course, what you describe we know is what ego is trying to do to us all the time, right? When there aren't any fires and there aren't any smoke, or in other places, any hurricanes or, you know, uh, mm-hmm, flooding mm-hmm. or you know whatever is going on for people. When there's none of that, when nobody is sick that we know of uh, in our circle anyway, because that's all we really care about. 
when when none of those things you know your job is fine it's everything is good ego still wants us to focus on the little things that looking. make us unhappy yeah, yeah it's right. constantly looking Damn so it. now okay. of course it's got all this ammunition and it really wants to take advantage of it and what you're realizing is now that process always stays the same i don't want to go with that yeah. and it's not that i don't care I care deeply, and I want to continue whether circumstances are labeled good or bad. Right, exactly. That's actually a good way to put it. I want to continue. I want to be alive. I, you know, I am alive, yes. and I'm fortunate. To be yes. Alive. Yeah. Yes, and you want to be here. You want to be participating. And you want to, uh, I know your job is one of caring for people, right? Uh, so, that's and and when circumstances are very difficult that job is way more difficult for you right and yet you still yep. do it yep. because it's a matter of caring for people and then that voice of ego would come in and accuse you of being callous talk about yes. callous huh right right exactly mm-hmm. yeah yep well so, thank you and it feels like it feels like too like so every time I listen to the radio show, even if it's recording, it feels like a life raft, so to speak. Or not, you know, yes. not a life raft, but a, a ring, you know, that you throw overboard, yes. like I may be going under, and then yes. I get that ring, and I'm like, oh, yeah, looking for enjoyment. Oh, yeah, I know how to do That's that. That's right. You know, I can do Head that. Head pops yeah. up above the water, and oh, yep. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what's exactly. possible all the time, all the time. Yes, and the, and it happens more and more as you practice, and so yeah, it, does. it becomes more yeah, of a does. natural, just immediate habit, yeah. so to speak. Like you just start doing yes. it, and that's what's happening. So that's, that's right. It's, it's an orientation. All these years of practice. Yep. Yeah, it's an orientation, yes. and and ego had us in one orientation, one that benefited it and caused us to suffer, and now that yeah. with practice that orientation changes, and. Uh, and we can enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Renee. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks, Renee. It is wonderful, Sherry. It is wonderful. The transformation of the orientation is really what the transformation is about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And at the point that, uh, you know, it was a big point that we just made, but uh, as was indicated it's not just for me that that change in orientation is a loving change and it benefits all there's nothing selfish about it that's right nothing selfish nothing indifferent nothing callous it's total involvement mm-hmm. rather than collective mm-hmm. involvement yeah yeah all right here's our next caller you're now live on the air would you please introduce yourself Hi, it's Jen calling from the monastery. Hey, Jen. Hey. Um, boy, I could really say ditto to that everything that was in that last call, um, right down to just wanting to participate. And, you know, kind of the, the still small voice, hey, how about now? Great, now's good. Um, and the thing that I have so appreciated as I've been practicing with this this week and hearing hearing the theme and what other people have said, is really discovering that enjoyment is the ground of being. You know, it's one of those, it's what's there when we stop doing everything else. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And the, the way that that's become so clear is listening to people talk about being in difficult circumstances where we wouldn't think that would be where we find enjoyment. Um, and I, was, I had an example of that recently. I was in a situation where I was projecting that I was somebody's, you know, opportunity or challenge, however we talk about that. Um, and who knows, right? It goes well with the projection exercise. But, um, but I had such a moment of grace, like everyone's been describing, where instead of going off with a habitual um, condition conversation of, okay, yeah, I'm probably kind of being this way and I shouldn't, okay, let me, let me be really accommodating or, or the other side. Well, no, I'm perfectly in there, haha. I just, it was like I just took a step back and saw all of that. Mm-hmm. And I got to this profound place of compassion for all of it and just realizing that the only thing we're ever up against is ego, is conditioned mind. And it's everywhere. It's in me, it's in, you know, it lives in all of us. And so we constantly have to encounter that. But what I saw was when I stepped back and saw that, there was such a sense of enjoyment. Just I really, really dropped into completely being in the situation I was in, with the people I was with, um, enjoying all of it and realizing that the only thing, it's not that hard things don't happen and all that, but the only thing that's preventing a sense of uh, being in touch with that kind of pervasive enjoyment, sort of, I don't know, capital E enjoyment, the unconditional basically, is being in the conversation. And so anytime I drop out of that conversation into presence, the experience is one of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many things in what you just said, Jen, because the ground of being as enjoyment implies that it's always there. That mm-hmm. it's, that's why you can access it in difficult, in quote-unquote difficult circumstances. It's not conditional. It is the unconditional, the ground of being, precisely because its existence is not dependent on whether the circumstance is difficult or not. To get that translation of perspective where the circumstance might be enjoyable or unenjoyable, difficult or not difficult, efforting or not effort, I mean, whatever we want to describe the mm-hmm. circumstance, but what we really mm-hmm. understand through the process you're describing is that the ground of being is always existent. <laughs> and so it, it, yeah. that just the fact that we don't have access to it within quotes in difficult circumstances doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It's ever existent. And so then when yeah. we step out of what you're pointing to, what doesn't give us access to the ground of being, which is attention on conditioned mind, then we drop into the ground of being and experience enjoyment regardless of the situation because it's there regardless of the situation. Yeah. And what, what arises from that towards the situation changes because if my attention is on the conditioned process, not only don't I have access to the ground of being, I am reacting to this I want, this I don't want, this is what I, I, I want. There's suffering, right? Because it's always yeah. resisting what is. But in the ground of being, there is, as Rene said, acceptance of what that is and what can be my 
reaction within quotes at that point is actually a responsiveness, which is compassion and love. Because that's how yes. the ground of being is with everything. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. There's such, there's such a, like, intimacy is a word that keeps coming up as I've been working mm-hmm. with it. There's such an exquisite intimacy to it. Because it almost feels like, I mean, I don't really, I don't know, it doesn't come through this way exactly, but as you're describing it, it really feels like it's an it's a experience of, um, oh, how would I say it? It's an experience that, of I don't exist. <laughs> it's an experience mm-hmm. of profoundly letting go into the realization that, wow, this, whatever, however, whatever words you use there, this ground of being is always here and always will be. So it's like on yesterday's show, the fear, it, it completely blows through the ego fear that something's going to happen to me, this little me. And it is in the sense that, you know, at one point I won't exist. But I think that's what it feels like to me and, and when you describe it, that it's a momentary letting go into the um, out of the illusion of the separate self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. illusion of me disappears into what is true, what is what is eternal, what is ever present. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. that that is it, it breaks through the everything that we experience as ego, which is I'm separate, I have to do something, I'm I'm responsible for this, I'm afraid of this, whatever whatever the the I conversation happens from that sense of not being the ground of being. And then I guess, you know, what dropped in when you said that, right, um, Jen, is it's intimacy because it is the opposite of separation. Intimacy is connection mm. with. And so when I'm yeah. in the ground of being, the experience is whole complete part of uh, all of however you want to say it. And so that is, an in, that is the definition of intimacy as opposed to the definition of ego, which is feeling separate. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, and, may I, and one other thing that, it, it, you know, the introduction to the exercise was about the play. So when we dissolve yeah. into the ground of being, yeah. the, the experience of looking at all of the players, including me on the stage, acting out of yeah. the part is the exquisite enjoyment because I can see yeah. it at that level of disidentification and be amused yeah. or, or participate yeah. wholeheartedly in the drama without getting yeah. entangled in it, right? It's like watching exactly. a play rather than having to be uh, identified with the part. That's right. Because it truly is all play. If there's nothing that could happen to me, it's a giant yeah. cosmic playground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and the script yeah. is so pre-programmed, right? That's part of the mm. amusement and the compassion. The, the play is never going exactly. to exactly call the lines. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, just one more thing, because as you say that, in that situation that I was describing, I just saw how every doing was just, just going to be more of a karma this way, karma that way, karma this way, and it really was that like, oh well, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. oh well, like dropping out of any of the I'm going to do I'm going to do something can't we all I mean we can all get along because we can all see that and it was like mm-hmm. it's no yeah. you know I really got the first step of the 12-step program we're powerless we're powerless mm-hmm. in the sense of you know 
well, I don't even know how to say it. That's a whole other conversation. But anyway, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of what you said. Yep. All right. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Ashwini. You know, years ago, we had someone living at the monastery as, as a monk, right? Because that's what you are when you live at the monastery. And somebody said something in group about spiritual practice. And, and she got this horrified look on her face and said, what do you mean spiritual practice? What, what do you mean? <laughs> and uh, because it was such a shock to her, the idea that that's what we were doing was spiritual practice. But I think that conversation and the one before it puts paid to any ideas that anybody might have that this is not a spiritual sort of a thing we're, <laughs> we're engaged in. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we call it awareness practice because, of course, that's what it is. But what we're becoming aware of <laughs> is the spiritual nature of life. So just in case there's anybody out there who, like that poor woman, is confused about what we're doing, there, it, we're out of the closet, okay? We're, we're in full acknowledgement that, yeah, this is spiritual. It's wonderful. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Helga in Charleston. Hello, Helga. What are you seeing? Hello. Um, well, what I'm seeing is that um, I really enjoy talking to you guys, girls, women. Uh, it, it, I get People so much quote. enjoyment. Out, I get so much enjoyment out of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then I often have this voice saying, you know, it's like, oh, you don't have anything to say. You don't have anything to contribute. Whatever. Uh, so then, you know, I don't put myself in the queue, but the, the whole point for me is, you know, for me, joy is infectious. And I feel, you know, you guys are always so joyous and I get so much joy out of just listening to you. And I also get so much joy out of talking to you. Um, yes. That why would I not? Uh, why would we not? Because it's just, exactly, just for the pure joy of it. I get more yes. when I talk to you. So <laughs> exactly so, exactly yeah. so. You know, and because then I, I was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go. No, you go. You go. No, I was just, you know, I was just uh, uh, thinking about uh, the first uh, caller, you know, and I, I thought about, you know, I, oftentimes in the morning I, uh, uh, you know, check out the news and there's just not that much joy to be had reading the news. Um, yeah. You know, but but then I'm thinking, you know, so then, you know, I could slink off being in, you know, in this misery of what I just read. And I'm, you know, and I realized the only reason to keep going is for joy. It's like if there's no joy, why would I even bother? You know? Yes. So, yes. so if, if I can't keep up my end, you know, I mean, yes. Yeah, you know, to, yeah, to wanting to keep this thing going, there is no point in any of it. So it's you know, that's my part I'm playing. That's finding, right, Helga. You know, finding that ground of being, finding the joy, and then you know, spread that around because other people also get infected. 
That's it. You know, you, whatever I, I you, bring you, to the table. That's right. I, I mean, I don't know if it's right. I'm saying that's right like I know it's right. I, I, I don't know what's <laughs> right. But I'm pretty darn sure that you've nailed it, that that's exactly it. And that, that idea, if I'm not keeping up my end of the bargain, right, if I'm not doing my part, well, who do, who do I think is going to do it? Right? Mm. It's mine to do. It's not somebody else's to do. And and I don't know if this is helpful at all, but the, the way I've looked at this is my part is to choose love. Mm-hmm. Okay? My my part my part of the bargain, the role I play is to choose love. It's not to figure out what anybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. It's not to decide that they're the wrong person because they don't seem to be choosing love the way I define choosing love, right? I just do my part and let mm-hmm. the ground of being, that which is, that which animates, God, whatever you want to think about that, what is doing all of this, let what's doing all of this take care of everything else. I'll just do the one thing mm-hmm. that I know is available to me, and that is mm-hmm. to love as much as I can in every moment, period. Mm-hmm. And love is enjoyable, so it's a, yeah. it's a very good deal for me as well. It's not like there's any sacrifice. Right. Right. No. Yeah. So, so there I'm we are. I'm talking to you. Thank you. Yes, I'm enjoying talking <laughs> with you. Yes, exactly so. And, you know, the thing about it, because I know you've been doing uh, awareness practice for most of your life, um, it it is it is why people get together to practice because that energy that's there what's drawing us to waking up and ending suffering the love that we are is seeking itself and it's seeking it in other people who are seeking it and so when we get together we feel that joy the the possibility the that that yeah the possibility yeah. in all of yeah. life yeah no. so forever forever people have gotten together whatever their tradition is they get together because of the way they feel when they're in that energy mhm and that's what we're doing mhm yeah yeah it's a yeah, gorgeous like thing remember yeah yes oh yeah all all your life Seeking that and seeking the people, also seeking that, because together we create an energy that buoys all of us, each of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. Well, thank you, my dear. Thank you. Thank Lovely you. talking with you. Okay. You Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks, Helga, for the sheer joy of it, sharing for no reason other than the sheer joy of it. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that um, freedom from ego? Oh, it really is. Yeah, and for anybody who gets talked out of listening or gets talked out of putting themselves in the queue, or there's no mystery there. <laughs> ego mm-hmm. hates all of this. And uh, so, yeah. All right, I think we have time for one more caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is Tracy. Hey, Tracy. 
Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, wonderful. Yes. Um, <laughs> ditto to everyone. And it was funny. I was just recording to tell what was just being said. I was just recording yesterday about like, oh my gosh, how did I get so popular? <laughs> and this like joy came up of like, oh my gosh, the more that I'm in a joyful place, like it feels like there is this attractive force um, of, you know, my business is getting, you know, business-wise, people want to work with me and, and you know, friendship-wise. And fan- so anyway, that, that I just noticed that of, um, yeah, that's doing, it's really doing our part, which is so different than the illusion that I've had about how I need to be. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the salient point, right, Tracy, that what we believe is if we can construct ourselves in a particular way, that will manipulate our circumstances to align with the way we want it to be. So if I am a particular way, then the rest of the world will, will, will respond to me in the way I want it to respond. So in a business setting, if I am this sort of person or this, I do these sorts of things, then I would receive this sort of response. And that's an illusion. Because, you, because it doesn't happen, right? It might happen sometime. It might not happen other times. And if, that is, if, if, it's, if it's that way, right, it sometimes happens and sometimes doesn't happen. It's not like the ground of being which exists all the time. It's completely unpredictable, right? So you don't know what the cause of it is. But to have this experience where you're coming from love, from authenticity, from enjoyment, from uh, from that place, uh, place of being in, uh, connected to life, there is, a, uh, uh, there is an energy that you project that is attractive. And you're not projecting yeah. it to attract, right? Yes, no, it's not being projected to attract. And, I, you know, between the um, doing the enjoyment and projection, simultaneously it's been this really um like that place you were talking about like we're not trying to get and get anywhere like i'm i've become more aware of how like being an enjoyment and how quickly projection can go into some other time and it seems to be based in like inadequacy like like either they need something, I need something, you know, just some, some something that's other than here. And to notice that, and then right behind it, I'm like, oh, sensations, like what are the sensations? And so, like being with the sensations in enjoyment has <laughs> been like, it seems like, it seems to be a part of like, being in the play of life, like being in the audience, being with like, oh, like okay, something's going to happen, and, and just going yeah. like, oh, we're just going to hang out. We're just not going to do a thing. <laughs> we're just going to watch what happens. And yeah. so that keeps, keeps it in the connection of like, oh, like what's going to happen mm-hmm. now from life, instead of the actor being like, oh, yeah, I've got to take control of this. And so that's mm-hmm. been a super fun place to, to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But notice, and I love notice, it. I should say. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. Well, I love it. You made so many interesting points because when, we, when we're coming from the, the, the enjoyment that always is, it's whole, right? So I'm interacting from that place where I don't need anything and nobody else needs anything, right? It's a place of supreme completeness, wholeness, not inadequacy, but adequacy personified. So all interactions are just on the basis of love, that there's no need there. And so there's a way in which if I'm in that, connected to that place, then I'm present to everything rather than just present to or rather available to the, to the agenda, right? Here's what I need and I'm going after it. And so it's not, it's not, um, it's an interesting thing. Did I become more popular or am I just more available to everybody, right? That's one piece of it. And so then to notice that we step onto the stage and that stepping onto the stage is in the drama of inadequacy. I don't have something I need to, I don't know, close the sale or make sure I get this customer or not, put, not uh, annoy them or whatever it is. And they need something from me. And the whole dance moves out of complete wholeness and adequacy to inadequacy. And to notice that and, and move back from the stage to the audience and to watch it to stay with the sensations. And I love that image of I'm watching the movie, so I'm having all the emotional uh, experience and sensations of the movie, but I know it's not real because nothing can happen to me. I'm not, in the, I'm not the actor, I'm sim- and I'm not the actor, I'm simply the audience. I'm sim- simply watching it and having the experience rather than getting drawn in so completely that I don't know the distinction between the play and the the watcher of the play. Yes, yep, yep. And that distinction between the watcher of the play and the play, I've, I'm aware that it's, it, it's like watching, quote, unquote, another person. There's, like, there's, I can get automatic distance. And then watching, like I'm, there's... Oops. Tracy, you went away from me. Yeah, I'm sorry. My chin hit my phone. Um, there's a, I'm doing some content that right now is new for me. And um, so I'm watching in the play that there's the being that like, it doesn't know. <laughs> like she feels, she feels it's not inadequate, but there's like more information she needs or more. There's like something that... Um, something that, um, um, it, yeah, the content, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a step to get more comfortable doing an overnight on, by myself on my bike. And so there's pieces that I don't have or I don't need or I don't know that conditioning has, has kept me from taking steps towards because it goes for comfort and like to numb, you know, be like, oh, you know, to kind of just avoid it. So being in the play and watching like, oh, yeah, like this is, I'm not familiar with this world. Let's be with those sensations. And then the play of life, like what drops in? Like, you know, is there, you know, is there, like what's, what's that next, um, what's that next mm-hmm. step on the play that's not ego directing it based on comfort? I guess it, it, instead of ego likes comfort, the human being wants more clarity at how to feel more 
um, just equipped and safe in doing something that she felt inadequate to. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes, it does. And it's a, that's a lot of nuance at the end of the show, Tracy. So I'll just, oh, uh, yeah. we'll just bring, it, bring it close to, so, so there is the awareness of the, uh, the identification with wanting information and everything to be known and watching that and then dropping into that place of, yes, uh, part of the enjoyment of life, being in life is not necessarily being in the play because the play is completely scripted. But the enjoyment of being in life is that it's, it isn't. So then how does, how do you, how do you, how are you, how does life mentor what wants to know, but what is absolutely okay with not knowing? And that, those are the steps we learn to make. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and that just seems like acceptance is just yes. a huge part of just being okay with what it is and yeah. being and open to. Yeah, if it's not part of the script, I don't want it because I need to, the script makes me feel comfortable. But what I need to be is free in life, completely with life, not knowing the script. And that's safety. A different kind oh. of safety. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wow. Freedom. Yes. Yeah. All right. So exciting. Thanks, Thank you. Well, Jerry, that brings us to the end of the show. What an exciting show. I think it brings yes. us to the end of a week, too, doesn't it? It does, with another assignment of the wings. That's Woo! Whoa. And of course, we'll see everybody who's class, in the email class on Sunday. Yeah, the email class yesterday, right, came out mm-hmm, yesterday mm-hmm. afternoon, and now the news assignment today at noon Pacific. And oh my goodness gracious, we we are deeply into spiritual practice. We sure are. <laughs> Thank um, you, Ashwini. Thank you, thank everybody. You, Sherry. Go happy. Go happy.